<laughs> Welcome back to the John Katzmatidis Cats at Night show. No one can say that, John, you don't think of everything. That was your, that was your brilliant well, we idea. Well, we have Senator Dan uh, Sullivan. Sullivan of Sullivan. Alaska. Of Alaska on and hey John, I love I love the intro music. <laughs> well, I, I figured we want you to be at home. It was great, home, man. You, want you, to be you home. guys, I love being on this show. Uh, all the great topics, great yeah. people. So great to be on the show again, Senator. Uh, we just had breaking news that uh, uh, Premier uh, President C just uh, threatened uh, uh, President Biden in our country. Have you heard about it yet? No, I have not heard about it. Lydia, but, you have um, a playback on that? Or well, he said, according to the Chinese media, President Xi, Xi Jinping of China, said to President Biden, those who play with fire will get burnt. And that phone call lasted for two hours. So, I, I don't know. Do you, it's Senator, just, Ed, Ed Cox, you've been to Taipei, you were Tai Taipei in Taiwan recently, haven't you been? Yeah, I went there as a senator, but you know, uh, even more important than that, my, my first deployment as a U.S. Marine was to the Taiwan Strait as part of a amphibious ready group. You might remember 1995-96, that was the last big crisis in the Taiwan Strait. President Clinton, to his credit, sent two carrier battle groups, two carrier strike groups, and a Marine amphibious ready group. My, I was young infantry officer in that on one of those big ships. My ship was actually in the Taiwan Strait looking across straight, telling China, don't even think about it. They were threatening to invade Taiwan, and uh, they were shooting missiles over Taiwan at the time because it was on the eve of their first presidential election. And, you know, my view, and I had a recent discussion with the Chinese ambassador, we view Taiwan as a core interest with the Taiwan Relations Act. Our country has been committed to that island democracy for decades. American service members, myself included, have deployed to uh, keep them free, and the Taiwan Relations Act, which was passed in the late 70s, says that we will support Taiwan from any coercion and any means of the relationship across the strait has to be peaceful. So, so, so Senator, what, what, Xi Jinping what, is playing with fire. Uh, we got he's playing know, with a, fire. So, what's, we, what's we got the, the best damn military in the world still, and. Um, you know, that's the other thing. Obviously, this is all about the Pelosi visit, whether she's going or not. Uh, my view is that, you know, I haven't mentioned this to a number of my Republican colleagues today. I don't normally get up and su support Nancy Pelosi on m many things. I don't think I've ever done that. But I support her trip, right? Um, American senators, American congressmen and women have been – uh, going to the island democracy of Taiwan for decades. I was there, you guys might remember, last year I led a bipartisan delegation of senators to Taiwan delivering them vaccines because the Chinese were trying to strangle them from getting any Western vaccines. We showed up on a C-17 saying the American people support Taiwan. So this is a tense moment. There's no doubt about it. But, um, you know, Xi Jinping is playing with fire. Yeah. What do we think uh, President Biden, his response was? Well, look, I think right now the reason I've, I, I have publicly stated I'm supporting uh, Speaker Pelosi, if she goes, is we need to, we need to close ranks as Americans, right? Um, you know, I can go into, in some ways, Joe Biden's very loose uh, speech on this issue is 
kind of what caused it, right? Revealing or indicating that the military and others had splits in their views on Pelosi's trip. That's just not smart, right? That's not smart. And in a lot of ways, you know, he says things that create problems because he's not disciplined in how he speaks. That's a problem for America. But my view at this moment is, you know, if the speaker is going to go, we should support that. I certainly support it because you don't want the Chinese Communist Party telling American elected officials where they can and cannot travel. Yeah, uh, Senator Rudy Washington. Last night, uh, Senator Tom Cotton said that if Nancy Pelosi was to ask him to attend with her, he would go. Well, the thing that I have been saying throughout this whole thing, I, I don't know who's on her delegation, but I hope it's bipartisan, right? Because that's another strong message. When I went to Taiwan, uh, I went with Senator Tammy Duckworth, Iraq war veteran, you know, severely wounded, war hero. And she's a Democrat, and uh, Senator Chris Coons. So it was me and two prominent Democrat senators. It was bipartisan. And the whole country was waiting for those vaccines. And they appreciated America's support, and they appreciated that it was a bipartisan uh, delegation. Uh, uh, Senator, uh, President Xi's got a bunch of problems, and he's up looking for an unprecedented third term to lead the, the country. Uh, that's going to come up probably in October. Now, he's got a, uh, the lockdowns are not working. The total lockdowns are not working. The economy is not growing, probably for other reasons, too, that the party is trying to influence. That's putting a wet blanket on the entrepreneurs and on business. So how does how does this threat of his fit into all that? Well, Ed, you know, I think it, this is history repeating itself in so many ways. You you just described the challenges that he has. He is literally trying to be Mao Zedong 2.0, and he's, he's on his way to doing it, uh, emperor for life. But as you know, dictators in particular, and there's a million examples throughout history, uh, Putin's one, Hitler's another one, when they have internal domestic challenges they often say the best way to unify my people who are getting angry at me as their dictator because their life uh, and economic uh, prospects are declining is to go create a foreign crisis. And I think you're on to something here that this is probably his way to divert the attention of his big challenges, his COVID zero Lockdown policy, as you're saying, is a total disaster. And um, so they might be rallying or trying to rally their people to take their attention away from the domestic challenges and turmoil, right? There's been protests and stuff in China. It doesn't ever make the news. And the, aren't happening. the banks closed in China too, uh, Senator? Well, I've, I've uh, John, to your point, I've read about um, some financial issues that are – relating to the economic slowdown. So, as you know, it's always hard to get information, even from our intel agencies, on what's happening in uh, an opaque uh, uh, dictatorship like China. But there are reports of those kind of challenges, too. So, again, Ed, your point is exactly right. In some ways, this is not even 
um, that's surprising, but uh, I do think Americans, all of us, elected officials, need to support uh, the speaker's trip. I did that yesterday in a meeting with the Chinese ambassador saying if she goes, then what you're going to see likely is broad-based support, Democrats, Republicans, senators, and congressmen and congresswomen, because we should not have a, a dictatorship dictate to us where we can travel. Senator Sullivan, uh, this is Lydia Serrani. So I, I feel that there's are there are three reasons as to why Xi Jinping was so bold and so brazen with the president as to say to him, those who play with fire will get burnt. I think it's because we're no longer energy independent. So we've made ourselves weaker. Look what we did in Afghanistan. That was the bungle of all bungles. And Xi Jinping knows that Putin has his back. Well, look, Lydia, I couldn't agree more. And as you know, um, I talk about the energy issues all the time. And I love talking about them on your show with all of you guys. Um, but the one thing that people miss, and the reason I get so darn frustrated with this administration, is that uh, – we're in a new era of authoritarian aggression led by China and Putin and Russia. It's led by dictators who are increasingly isolated, increasingly taking aggressive actions, paranoid about their democratic neighbors, and willing to use aggressive force. We're seeing that in Ukraine. We're seeing it across the Taiwan Strait. But America has enormous strategic advantages over these two dictatorships. One of the biggest is our incredible energy um, abundance and our natural resource abundance. If you read the intel, Putin and Xi Jinping are scared of American energy dominance. So what we should be doing is unleashing it for us, for our allies across the globe, one of the biggest, I think the biggest strategic mistake of this administration, colossal strategic mistake, is they came in on day one to shut down the production of American energy. And help, unilaterally and help surrender it. And Senator, to help everybody else, to help the enemies of the United States and hurt North America, hurt the United States of America. And that is wrong what they're doing. We weakened our national security. We, we weakened our financial security. We are just weak all the way around with that one stroke of a pen when he signed that executive order and he canceled the Keystone Pipeline. If and he was President Trump, they were judging on the same, on the same pretense. They would have impeached him and yes. they would have charged him with treason already. Well, I mean, think about it. The Trump administration, working with the Republican Senate, came in four years. We became energy, not only energy independent, energy dominant globally. And what happened, these guys come in. Lydia, to your point, they not only shut down production of American energy. Trust me, I see it in Alaska all the dang time. They, on day one, said we're going to cancel and slow roll energy infrastructure, pipelines, LNG terminals. They've gotten the woke banks in Wall Street to blackball investing in the American energy sector. All of that has the predictable result of driving up costs on working families, of empowering dictators, of laying off energy workers. And then, and then the president goes abroad and is, uh, you know, people go abroad begging dictators for oil. He went to Saudi Arabia and bent the knee. 
right? We don't bend, way, the, Senator, knee. We don't bend the, the knee in America. The, the day, Only to God. The day he went to Saudi Arabia and put his knee down and kissed the Saudi Arabian ring, thinking that, that we may make a deal with Saudi Arabia more oil, the price of oil went to $89. Could you imagine if the President of the United States stood up in Washington and said, we're going to open up North America, we're going to open up Alaska, we're going to open up Canada, the price of oil go down to $65, and inflation goes away, Senator? There's a, you're, John, you're 110% right. And what these guys don't understand is that these policies, they don't even help the environment. Alaska has the highest standards on the production and exploration for the environment of any place on the planet Earth. You think the Saudis care about the environment more than we do in Alaska? No way. So they're not even helping You think Russia cares about the environment? How about Venezuela? Don't forget Venezuela. We have to take a break, Senator. But one last thing. China is building 150 coal plants no, in no, one t- year. 248. 248 coal plants in one year. Will somebody tell, uh, you know, John Kerry that they're not following John Kerry's rules? Well, they don't know what a woman is. They don't know what a recession is. So maybe they don't know that we're on the same planet as China. Maybe uh, that's, that's it. it. That's it. Maybe that's Senator, what it is. Senator, thank you so much for coming hey, John, on. always great to be on the show. I look forward to being on it next time. Thank and, you. Uh, Thanks for all keep, your great work you guys are doing. By the way, uh, you got to play the song again. I loved it. Yeah. Big Sam left Seattle in the year of 92. Love it. Love it. Love it, Senator. Thank you, Senator. We'll see you guys.